Hello guys, and welcome back to my fanfic readings. Um, this is a bit of an unexpected turn. I had not expected myself to continue a story that I deemed done, um, but I guess there was a little bit more in my head, and this came to fruition. So, uh, as an unexpected little surprise, here's a continuation of one of my favorite stories. It's called Dobby's Villainous Queen with a hooligan P. Link available below. Chapter 2 of Many More. This one called Devious Behavior. Your eyes scanned the downturned faces of the court, all besides Dobby's invited guests. You ignore the eyes judging, casting ill wishes, and you aren't sure if it was towards Dami or you. Either way, you would not allow others to make you feel so small. Not again. Your chin rose upwards as you delicately placed a hand on the graceful posed hand of Dobby's knight. He was truly a fine-looking man. Rich emerald green eyes looked up at you with wisps of brown lashes and thick brows. But they weren't truly emerald. They were emerald based in a warm brown. My queen, I, Sir Hawks, shall escort you down the aisle in your father's stead. He said with a bow, his wavy honey brown hair falling with the same action. Thank you, Sir Hawks. You say with a nod and a slow blink of appreciation. Although you knew he was there to make sure you didn't run, you also acknowledged that he was there placed for your protection in case someone wanted to object with your life. Slowly you walked off the altar, the music almost drowning the tears of your mother. You hadn't been able to get far, and the letter had been sent to her about announcing your wedding. You couldn't imagine how your mother felt, but then again, this is what she had raised you to do, to be married off, except this time you had more of a say than anyone would have ever imagined. Your cape felt heavier with each step. The gown was magnificent. It could be around 30 layers of satin fabric topped with white lace and a bodice embroidered with iridescent pearls a sign of wealth. Your veil is a shield from the eyes who cast curses, a gilded cage of your very own design. You allowed yourself a moment to look at your mother. She looked tired. The dark circled under her eyes and her complexion was paled in the past few days. A solemn, rich purple dress much resembling those worn at funerals. It must have been the worry. You never really saw your mother looking so human. But what she wore bore the meaning of death, the death of her daughter, and there was no turning back. And you wondered if your mother blamed herself for all of this. Heat rose in your body as you stared at its source. Dobby's eyes were almost glowing with an intense stare, and you wondered if his gaze was a challenge or admiration. A royalty did not really suit him. He looked so unnatural, uncomfortable, 
The black suede jacket was much too stiff and rigid. Golden hoops were placed by studs, and his black hair pulled back in a low ponytail. A crown on his head much too heavy. Even with all the pomp and theatrics, he was still the odd man out. Fear not, my queen. You shall be in reliable hands. Hawks whispered. Correct me, but I thought the phrase was in good hands, he quipped. The corner of his lips rose in a, a sly attempt to hide a smirk. Well, I am hesitant to say good. This made you press your lips into a small smile. When you looked up at Dobby's face, it had changed to that of a scowl, and immediately you stopped smiling as you began to take his hand. The wedding was quick, the proper sanctimonious breeze through the wind. You weren't surprised by the bishop, who was not too fond of performing the ceremony. He had refused to meet anyone's gaze, preferring to focus on the tiled floor below. Do you take Lord Dobby as your loving husband in sickness and in health? The bishop asked, for the first time meeting your gaze. Thick lines edged at his forehead, and you were unsure if the worry was for you or for himself. You had never been one for the studies of religion, and had not made the effort to get close to the old man. You wondered if he feared you would say no, and in a moment of anger, his head would roll. Dobby's knife soaked in his blood. Till the day of my death, you proclaimed as loudly as possible, so your words could not be questioned if you were going to be working together. There was no time to fake timidness now. Do you till my dying breath, my queen? Dobby interrupted. Well, with the power vested in me, I now pronounce you husband and wife, king and queen. You may kiss your bride. Davi reached out for your veil, slowly lifting it until your ruby red lips were visible. But he stopped it there. Leaning, he pressed a soft kiss to your lips, and then a much harsher one. He whispers before stepping back, letting the veil fall into place. Your eyes scan the room, filled with displeased faces. All these except for Dobby's men, who seemed more ready to begin with their merriment than anything. Let's go, you say in a whisper. He steps back, allowing you to lead. You walk head held high, leading him and by extension all of the guests into the dining hall, taking your seat at the head of the table with your door at your back. You wait patiently for Dobby to take out your chair, but when he doesn't, you sit shaking your head in disappointment. Well, I can see some etiquette education is needed, you think to yourself. Your mother takes a seat across the table, one of her escorting ladies holding a bottle of Italian wine 
and cheese and artisan breads. You motion for Catherine. She quickly takes the wine and baskets with a bow. Her silk green dress with ruffled yellow sleeves is so light, light enough for her to run around quickly and place it gently at your side. Katharina ran around collecting gifts and cards as the ale and wine began to be served by the staff. Hey, Queen. Isn't it nice to know your husband's dream came true? Dobby broke through the awkward tension. You tried to control your eyes from rolling around your head. <laughs> Maybe this is why he let me keep the veil on, you wondered. Dabby raised his mug, taking a long gulp. <sighs> Your mother's nose twitched as her face turned from worry to a scowl. Maybe I'm not the right man for the results of the same emergency. Uh, but you know what? I think it's better. His laugh was so deranged it made you press your fingertips to your lips to stop yourself from smiling. Dobby pressed his arm around you, pulling you close, and your cheeks reddened against his suede jacket. Your mother took a sip of her wine, collecting her thoughts. It was an unexpected turn, but nevertheless welcomed. She lied through her teeth, but to anyone who overheard, it almost sounded genuine. Good. You can see me as a son you never had. Oh, this cannot be good, he thought. But intervening now is not what I need to be doing. I need to leave this pettiness for them and get rid of the wine my mom bought. I wouldn't be surprised if it was laced with poison. Ah, yes, another son. Mother deflected. I hope a son of mine, one of some little old lady like myself, will stopping to take a refuge in Spain with my poor old sister. Ah, nice. Setting an escape plan. <laughs> of course, I never stop a mother of mine. In fact, you're free to leave whenever you find the time. <laughs> time sped up as food was all around, and many people now holding animosity had drunk themselves into merriness. I'm going back, you whispered in Dobby's ear. He said with a smile at one of his guests, tossing away as if nothing was wrong. I'll just tell you when I get back. Just trust me. His flaming blue eyes glanced at your face and you were thankful for the veil as the look he gave you made your stomach curl. He bent slightly, pressing your lips to the soft veil between you. Just say stay. He murmured, his face still so close he feared that he could hear your heart beat like a drum. I will, he whispered. He turned his back straight with pride of a warrior, commanding 
in presence. Your eyes shifted down to the firm outline of his buttocks. Embarrassed by your own actions, you looked away. You looked for your mother to see if you could speak to her, but she hadn't been nowhere to be seen. She must have escaped while he was distracted, you reasoned. A hand came over your shoulder and you jolted. Sorry, my queen. Catherine voice soothed. Your mother left a letter with me. Thank you, Catherine. Placing the letter in your hands and you slide your skirt under the table. Swiftly, you place the letter in the pocket. I have a mission for you. Come with me. Getting up and making sure that nobody noticed, you open the trap door behind you. Pushing Katharina inside with you, your hands trailed in the darkness, finding the metal protruding. You clicked it twice and started a fire and lit the candle walls. What is this? Katharina said, her eyes wide. This is an emergency exit. There are a couple in the castle to help servants travel around and send for the ability to escape. It's the ones that we were playing as kids. Why? She said, twirling around. Oh, oh my god, why are you undressing here? You continued to slide out your dress, unwrapping its petticoats. I need you to take my place while I write, write out the wine my mother bought. I need a break and I feel like I'm about to drown. Katharina's green lily pad eyes were riddled with pity. Just take it. All you have to do is lay low. Dobby is not going to question you. Katharina took it in your place, a veil secured, and you followed after her. Your hair wrapped in a scarf, covering half your face. Avoiding any eyes, Katharina took your seat as you carried out the bottle of wine and the basket. You could sense Dobby's eyes on Katharina and then back at you, but you didn't want to acknowledge him, proceeding to the exit via the hidden wall. Is she coming back? Yes, she just needs some time to breathe. Okay, just relax. No one should be around to bother you. He gave her a pat on her head. You walk to the hall. It's both familiar and new. Opening the creaky door, you let the soft fabric slippers feel the grass below. The cool night air felt like its wings flapping, sending your worries back just ever so small. Katharina's dress was so light compared to yours, it had felt almost scandalous, as if you were walking around at night with just your slip. The music dulled in the background, and for a moment, you sat on the ground below, looking into the distant hills, small cottages. It's nice out here, isn't it? You turned, seeing Sir Hawks squatting beside you. His armor removed, leaving him in an open, earth-brown blouse and forest green slacks. His wavy hair flowing back and forth. Sorry, Katharina, that's your name, right? Um, no, actually. You removed a scarf around your face. Oh, my queen. 
he said, getting up, but she held his arm, keeping him in place. No need. Right now, I am Catherine. But why? He said, sitting beside you. Are you trying to run away? I promise Dobby isn't the worst man out there. He really needs your support. I know. That's why I'm here. You say, shaking the bottle of wine. My mother gave this to us, and I have reason to believe that it is laced in poison, and I don't want to risk it. So I'm going to personally get rid of it. She wouldn't. She would, you say, looking away. Her only son has just been kicked out of his birthright. Her daughter is on a way to legitimize Dobby's reign and secure political alignments. I am the thorn in her way. With him, or I gone, it paves the way for my brother to return. Hawks was silent, so you passed him a bottle. Open this for me, please. He took it, his large hand wrapping around the cork. The veins throbbing as it popped. He spilled its contact on the ground. Cheers. He said sarcastically. Well, cheers to my life as a villainess. Cheers to the queen. Long may you reign. Hawk said with a smile. It almost pierced your heart. No one has bothered to tell you that. And without a second thought, you place your hand on his face, feeling the scuff on his chin. Thank you, you whisper. You both sealed, letting the tender moment resonate. He shifts slightly and plants a kiss at the palm of your hand. This might be treacherous, he said, cupping your hand and sliding it down to his chest. I wish that we would have met under better circumstances. His heartbeat was fast under your hands, sending little fires squirming through your blood. Your eyes look down at the grass, but then you bring them up to him. You are now the queen, and more power than anyone before you. His brown eyes stared intensely at you. <laughs> oh, darling, there would have never been a better time. Out of all the possibilities in my life, even this much freedom wasn't something I could have seen for myself. He looked down at you, defeat evident in his slumping shoulders, but his hand held you to his chest. Well, how about today? You play with that freedom. <laughs> and I won't tell a soul, Katharina. You smile. Fine. How about a quick rendezvous? I know the party will go on all night. And by the look of the moon, twilight has yet to hit. He held your hand as he guided you past the gardens. 
You laughed as you ran around. It felt like a dream you had long ago. When you were not yet aware of the plans that had been made for your life. When you could dream of a knight in shining armor, whisking you away from home. Those dreams felt real as you dashed through the trees and bushes. Small light bugs dance in hues of greens and yellows. <laughs> Where are we going? He spins around a tree. Nowhere. And that's the beauty of it. He removes his shirt, laying it on a log. Please, sit down. He reaches for the trees, forging berries, and drop onto your lap. Enjoy. These are actually pretty good. He takes a couple into his mouth. Time stop as you watch this handsome knight enjoying every sweet little berry. Curiously, you try one, its sweetness coating your tongue. Mmm, <laughs> this is really good. He held your hand to his lips. Something unthinkable as a princess. You bite onto his fingers. Okay guys, so that was chapter two. I will be continuing this in chapter three that's already written. I don't know how far I'm going to go with this story, but I hope that you are here for its development. Otherwise than that, thank you guys for joining me. See you next time.